How would you feel if you were in the middle of a conversation and I suddenly started talking to someone else from across the room? Well, that's exactly what we're doing when we let our phones or laptops drag us down the multitasking rabbit hole. Harvard professor Francis Fry and leadership expert Anne Morris are hyper-vigilant of their device usage. And this makes sense for two people who are devoted to productivity. But that's not the end of the story. Francis and Anne are also devoted to connections. They write constantly about the importance of trust and empathy. And neither of those things can flourish if we, or the people that we're talking to, are distracted. So how do Francis and Anne manage their technology for both productivity and empathy? My name is Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Francis and Anne about how they think about their own approach to devices, technology and having clear boundaries. The, these devices are so seductive and they are meant to be. And so I think putting up strict boundaries, for me, putting up strict boundaries is the only way to go. So I never bring it into our bedroom. Uh, I never bring it onto the fo a floor where I'm trying to sleep. Uh, you know, meals, you know, all devices have to be away from the table for me to be present. Um, I, I think uh, I've removed apps from my phone that are more distracting. Um, I just think that the, it's the, we are, I am in the phase of a relationship with my devices where prohibition uh, is the only thing that is working right now. Uh, but other people ha are at a healthier place with them. And and for me, I um, so I don't use my devices very often at all. Um, so I'm never on Zoom and on something else. I'm uh, I'm always there. I check my email at most two times a day, but probably once every other day is a more natural rhythm. So I and I learned that lesson from the late. Uh, Clay Christensen, when I once asked him, how are you so much more productive than everyone else? And he said, I check email twice a day. So I'm not distracted by it. And then I made the, maybe like five years ago, I made the parallel to consumption of news. And the intraday consumption of news, I haven't seen that be helpful to anyone. And so I no longer do intraday consumption of news. I would, for a while, I had to go cold turkey. So Anne would just narrate whatever was important. <laughs> the capital is being attacked, Francis, by our own people. <laughs> and now I can check in, but I don't check the news every day. And I certainly don't do it intraday. Those were, um, that's for me. I've never been, I'm very late to the social media um, landscape. And so I don't have any kind of, um, they're designed to be addictive, but I've never gotten that far up the participation curve for that to be an issue. But I like to have total blockout of those things so that I can focus on either my work, the television program I want to watch. Like I, I consume a lot of 
um, alternate things to spark to spark my thinking, but it's almost never um, it's almost never the traditional way of doing it. And you'd think that I was hard to get in contact with. I'm not that hard. It turns out we're not checking email more than once a day because we need to be in con- people need to be in contact with us. It's something much deeper than that because I'm plenty easy to be in contact with. No, we're just trying to find out: Am I loved or am I not loved? What about I, I now? I don't what go to my now? places for that. What about now? Am I loved now? <laughs> I go downstairs <laughs> and ask my wife. <laughs> you, have a, you have a wonder. It's been super provocative in the best sense for me to yeah. to watch you set these boundaries. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I'm not as far gone as some of the people, some of our loved ones. <laughs> Um, but but I think you're you ha- you have set an excellent and challenging model for me. I was definitely overconfident in my multitasking. I thought it did not come at a price, and even small experiments in scaling that back had pretty prof- pretty profound payoffs. And so that that's what has spurred me to come closer to the light where I see you standing. I'm as productive as I'll ever be because I've trimmed out all of the multitasking. So this is it. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't get any better. You still have a ways to go, Anne. (laughs) So Anne, what do you do with your email then? Because that, it's exactly that. It's like checking to see, does anyone love me right now? Right. And then do the right people love me, right? If you get a certain, if you hit scale, then you got to go, then you got to go to quality. It's never ending. So, I mean, you know, what is the structural solution? That's hard work. You know, that, that's, that is the hard work around why am I seeking external affirmation, um, which the, the world has turned into all of these incredible devices. Um, but I think if you, if you don't want to do, if you don't want to work that hard, <laughs> then, you're, then you're in setting up, setting up boundaries uh, and running experiments on yeah, you're how great, you you're great at running the experiments and learning. Yeah. Like, like, let's try, like, how does it feel to take Twitter off my phone? That feels, that feels good. That feels good. Uh, and, and, and that's, I mean, we, in the work that we do with individuals and organizations, a lot of it is encouraging people to run, just run experiments on their lives, on their leadership, on their ways of working, you know, just to bring that kind of can do joyful, curious energy to all aspects of their lives and our relationships with our device. For some of us, it's the most devoted, (laughs) meaningful relationship that we have right now. We're sleeping with our devices. We're caressing them. We're checking in with them constantly. And, and I think that, you know, there's a lot of great experimentation that can be done around that relationship. If you enjoyed this excerpt from my chat with Francis and Anne, you might want to listen to the full interview, which you can find a link to in the show notes. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me by listening to How I Work. If you're keen for more tips on how to work better, connect with me via LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm very easy to find. Just search for Amantha Imber. 
How I Work was recorded on the traditional land of the Wurundjeri people, part of the Kulin Nation. I am so grateful for being able to work and live on this beautiful land, and I want to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba who did the audio mix and makes everything sound better than it would have otherwise.